the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black on the Money Channel. Now, here's Rob. Not sure how long of a podcast it's going to be today. My suspect is it's going to be on the short side. In large part, I have to be at another appointment. This is a busy week for me. I've got two speaking gigs on top of three jobs and a fourth as a consultant. So um, bear with me. So Apple's down six bucks today, which is stunning. It's down about 2% on news that Steve Jobs is he important or not. Now, the stock's not getting hit much on the downside, but I do think it will limit some things on the upside. So don't get too caught up that it's not down that much. With that said, I own shares of the company. I still think it goes to 500, but I think it starts to slow upside. Co-America today said they're going to acquire Sterling Bank shares. I love that story. To me, that slightly beats the Steve Jobs story. And why does the Steve Jobs story not mean that much to me? In large part, they've got a full line of product. It's early in the year. And honestly, it's the third time he's out. Eventually, he's not going to beat this thing. And more and more people need to get used to that. Apple and IBM are reporting today after the market closes. Tomorrow I'll have a longer podcast for sure. Um, Steve Jobs, the form of cancer that he's fighting, that he announced six years ago, it, it grows again and it spreads incredibly slowly in some patients. Migrating cells aren't detected for years. Neuroendocrine cancer, it hits about 3,000 Americans a year. It produces high levels of hormones that disrupt digestion and other bodily functions. That's one of the reasons why Jobs probably appears as thin as he is. And again, I'm just going with other people's professional opinions here. Um, the disease recurs in about half patients. The Apple chief hasn't really given a reason for the liver transplant he underwent a few years ago. So liver, pancreas, infection, side effects. He said something that took a lot of people by surprise that, you know, He's going to take care of himself, but he's going to do everything he can to get back to the job that he loves. He didn't give a time frame. That worries a lot of investors. The mid-cap 400 index set an all-time high. For those people who think that the stock market isn't anywhere near its all-time highs, it's it's ridiculous. People go to the 2000s were were, were just trashy years. Not for the mid-cap 400, not for the SP small cap 600. It's 3% off its all-time high. And, you know, the S&P 500, it's up 91% from its low, but it's still 17% from its all-time high. So these are things to worry, things to work with, right? So that's why you can't just own large-cap companies. That's why you sometimes got to own some small and some mid-cap companies as well. Sales growth estimates for the S&P 500 are about 9.1%. That appears on the low side um, for 2011. I think 2011 could be a year where the S&P 500 does some, some extra work of their own. Now, again, it depends on how we handle bad news. Most of Wall Street, like Oppenheimer, they're saying, you know, Steve Jobs taking medical leave, day-to-day leadership's going to fall on Tim Cook. He's done it twice before. No big deal. He thinks there's a Jobs premium, 
and uh, so says Oppenheimer, and they want to hear more. They want to hear what's hitting them. What's when's he coming back? But the company should, you know, ultimately leave. Steve Jobs will ultimately leave the company, and it'll evolve into a departure. So that's what most people are starting to think. At 14 times next year's earnings, Apple's not expensive. So Jobs, another analyst today, says um, this one today comes to us from SI. I think I missed something on my notes there. Uh, Mr. Jobs' temporary absence should not have an impact on the company's near-term performance. Target $400. Another analyst, Kaufman, says you know Jobs' health, uh, focus on Jobs' health is an issue, but right now strong profits are going to beat the health issues. So and to take advantage of any meaningful weakness to add to positions. So they think it's a conservative company. Seven out of eight quarters, they've really had vintage blowout numbers. And the ramp on the iPhone for the Verizon should you know help the stock push to 400. Oh, that group before was called ISI. iPad demands huge. Google price target raised to $705 today over at Oppenheimer based on you know a rolling target with uh, 2012 in effect. Upside scene and display YouTube, mobile, and maps. Interesting. Finally starting to get some traction built in to some of the numbers that Google gives us. Another analyst calls it a $700 stock, saying that better than expected seasonal trends in e-commerce, strong increases in mobile search activity, and improved monetization through insertion of paid display ads in the product search results pages. Um, NVIDIA today got downgraded to market perform. Uh, that stock has had a huge run. That kind of downgrade makes sense to me. Um, certainly, it's moved far more than their earnings and sales have in the last six months. Uh, Freeman Billings calls J.P. Morgan a $53 stock. I would agree with that based on a 10 times next year's multiple. McDonald's got an upgrade to outperform. Price target $85. Um, an interesting con uh, upgrade today was on Lockheed Martin over at Cohen, uh, basically saying, you know, hey, we all know this Obama thing is out there, that you know governments are going to be cutting budgets, so therefore you buy Lockheed Martin because we know it already. And that's maybe one of the reasons the stock has underperformed. Baxter International was called top stock pick over at RBC today. They think they got some of the headwinds. Uh, working f- against them. Some of the higher tax rate and downward pressure on gross margins are behind them now. So basically, the bottom line should be some cost savings, some positive operating margin impact, higher than expected growth in biosciences, which makes protein and plasma therapies to treat hemophilia and immune disorders, as well as vaccines and biological sealants to close surgical wounds. Revenues in the last few years have jumped from 11.2 to 12.3 to 12.5 billion. This is a good solid play on the healthcare industry. Nothing sexy, nothing awful, nothing, you know, nothing jumping out. Income jumps from 2.1 to 2.4 to 2.7 uh, billion in the last three years. These are all good numbers. Not the craziest, sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life, but not too shabby either. Um, interesting, 50 Cent, he tweeted the other day to go. He told investors, well, I guess tweeters, he told, to go invest in H&H Imports, ticker symbol H-N-H-I. And this is the company that produces his sleek line of headphones, for which he holds roughly 7.5 million shares. And he's got warrants for 20 million more. The question is, do you do what 50 Cent tells you to do? Um, I don't know. In one day, investors jumped the stock 300% all based on 50 cents influence on, I guess, MTV, black entertainment television, and maybe even CNBC. Now, if you think about it, his name's Curtis Jackson. He's, um, done well with, you know, investments before. 
Uh, he's wildly popular and wildly successful for a reason. Um, he's done a film, Get Rich, Die Trying. Um, he invested in vitamin water. He's done pretty smart. Not vitamin water, but Glacial. Took a 10% stake in it before the company was, went to be purchased by uh, Coca-Cola. 50 Cent took home $80 million when Coca-Cola bought Glacial. So a pretty smart guy, whether you like him or not. So again, the ticker symbol on that is H-I-H-I for his headphones. And again, I'm not telling you to... Oh, H-N-H-I, H-N-H-I. Uh, I'm not telling you to buy it. I'm just telling you that stock got moved for that reason. Let's see if I got any more cute stories for you before I start talking about some big picture issues. Um, biofuel subsidies. United States leads the world in biofuel subsidies. Uh, China does almost none. Biofuel subsidies rose from about $14 billion to $20 billion. Uh, the bulk of the European Union support goes to biodiesel, while the U.S. subsidies are heavily weighted towards ethanol. Ethanol biofuel subsidies spiked 50% from 2007 to 2009. The U.S. got it for roughly 60% of that. So um, that's something to think about a little bit when you start thinking about you know some of these biofuels. And uh, when Bush talked about you know s- subsidizing ethanol, a lot of ethanol stocks did incredibly well, only to be now starting to be left in the cold worldwide. I suppose I should hit this topic because this is kind of big picture, and I know a lot of people like the big picture stuff. Um, fourth quarter earnings reported period shifts into high gear this week, and S&P 500 earnings are expected to be up 32% year over year. Revenues are expected to be up 6%. Financial sectors can be the one with the growth engine, and thus I think the one with the most to gain. So we're looking for basically growth rates of 1,300%. In large part, they're expected as a group to report $34.4 billion uh, versus just $2.4 billion a year ago in the same period. Seeing how the financial sector skews things, equity market will remain attentive to the growth rate, excluding financials. But it's not to say that it'll disregard the financial sector's results, not by a long shot. Credit quality continues to be the number one factor prominently in the market's interpretation of the financial sector results as will any color on the outlook for lending, net interest margin, regulatory issues, and dividend payments. So the five things that I'm looking for, credit quality, net interest margins, outlook for lending, regulatory issues, and dividend payments, of which regulatory issues, very tough to interpret on the bottom line, and dividend payments, kind of a speculative, how much will it actually help um, bring investors back? If you exclude the financial sector, fourth quarter earnings are anticipated to be up a more modest 12% instead of 32%. With the exception of the utility sector down 4%, every other S&P 500 sector is expected to deliver year-over-year increases. Sales and earnings guidance typically command most of the media's attention during earnings season. Changes in profit margins should round into form as a focal point. The latter is especially true knowing that profit margins for the current constituents in the S&P 500 are running near peak levels following the cost-cutting of the Great Recession and the ensuing recovery and demand. So I'm going to go over a tutorial probably tomorrow on helping you with some of these calculations on what we're looking for, valuations on PE, valuations, price-to-sales ratios, coming out of the fourth quarter of 2010, or coming out of 2010 with a momentum in the consumer spending, business investments doing great, surge in equity prices, 
So I'll talk a little bit more about this tomorrow because I think it'll give you a little bit more color on some of the issues I'm looking for. Unfortunately, i got to get to the city right now. Take care. Have a good day. And uh, hopefully my little financials thing there was a bit of a nugget or a treat for you because I always try to give you nice, fresh, hot, steaming nuggets. Take care and have a good day. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.